Hello everyone, welcome back to Communication Corner. We're your hosts, Maram and Hannah. And on today's episode, we'll be continuing with our SLP journey. So far, we've covered being undergrad students, applying for grad school, our grad school and CFY experiences. And now we're going to discuss the process of applying for your C's and your state licensure. Just side note, this is gonna depend or vary on where you live. Um, And then we're going to continue into some SLP confessions and wrap up with our SLP hit or miss of the week. So grab your headphones and let's talk speech therapy. So Hannah, how has your week been going? It's been great. Thank you for asking. Um, I don't really have a lot of updates today. The only one that I can really think about is that, I don't know if you know, but my husband loves to redecorate my home um, every few months. He is a decorating king. And so mm-hmm. literally sometimes I'll be coming home from work and he'll just – he texted me this one time and was like, please don't get mad. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> why? I walk in and half of the furniture is like in the living room, like at the doorway. Oh and I'm gosh. like, dude, like what did – I was – I had come home I think from like a biz, – the busiest day ever at work. Mm-hmm. And I was like, are you like, are you serious? I was I wasn't mad, but I was like, what are we doing? Are we moving? Um, yeah. but so recently he redecorated the whole entire um spare room. So that's why my cute little setup is all thanks to him. So Thank cute. You, I'm so jealous of your setup. Uh, well, one day you're gonna have to come over so we can record together yes, and be in this cute setup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but he redecorated this whole entire room. He has been, he redecorated our whole kitchen. Um, It was so funny because we live in an apartment and so we can't really change like things like permanently. But um, he was looking into like, our countertops are black and he hates them. And so he bought like this vinyl that you could put on your countertops uh, and then you can like, just like a peel and stick type of deal. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, oh, don't worry. I'm going to do all like, I got this. He calls me like so stressed and was like, Hannah, come here. I need your help. So I'm like (laughs) helping him and I'm making the measurements. Right. And he spent $50, $50 on three rolls on like in total on these three Mm -hmm. rolls. And we do like one portion and he goes, this is ugly. I know. And he just rips it off and goes, forget it. We're not doing it. And I was like, oh, thank God. Because it was so much work. So much work. Um, But did you think it was ugly? Yeah, I did. I didn't have the heart to say it in the moment. But he just knew on my face. He was like, you don't like it. You don't like it. I was like, no, I think it's going to look great when you do the whole thing. But um, I was like, like, "Eh," not really. But I knew it was just going to take a lot of work Mm -hmm. and um, and, like to make it look, look nice, you know? Mm-hmm. But my point to the story is we have spent a lot of money um, really redecorating our whole entire apartment. And so we yeah. weren't we weren't like planning to stay here for very long. I, we were planning to stay here for maybe like a year or two and like buy yeah. a home. But like, you know, the prices are crazy. The interest rates are like at 6.5%. Yeah. They're really high so right it's now. In, like literally insane. And so we just can't like, you know it's not it's not a good time to buy a house mm-hmm. so it's funny because i looked at omar when he was like redecorating everything and i go you're really settling into this place mm-hmm. and he was like yeah we're gonna be here for a few years yes <laughs> i was like i can tell and he's really yeah. liking it all his changes he's actually a really good decorator i'm Maybe just you so should come over to our place because our house <laughs> literally looks like we've just moved in we've been in here since 
2019 mm-hmm. um I'm not a good decorator and I cannot I'm not either myself to buy anything so like my house is literally just furniture and that's it like there's nothing <laughs> on the walls my mom put up a few things for me because she's really like has good taste but she's just mm. like mom you just like you find things that me are meaningful to you that you like that match your vibe and you buy them and I was like do you know how difficult this is like <laughs> do not undermine how difficult this is well don't but, worry yeah, like it's great yeah Omar's had a lot of misses where he like will buy something and then he'll put it away in a box or he'll be like, we're just tossing. Like we bought placemats. We have we have so many placemats, so many, and he'll buy them and they'll put them out. And then literally when the season's over, he'd be like, let's just toss them. And I was like, dude, you're so wasteful. And he was like, don't worry. I'm getting, he's like, now I'm getting our vibe. He was like, before I didn't know, so I would just buy random things. Mm. But now he's like, I understand what I want my like, um, my plan. He's like, what I want our house or our home to. Yeah, his, mm-hmm. there you go. His vision. And he's mm-hmm. doing a really good job. Yeah. Yeah. So proud of him. But good job. That's um my update. Um mm. I've my husband's been spending all of our money on decorations, <laughs> but it's very pretty though. So I, I can't complain. Um but what's been going on with you, Miss Morano? So I have been wanting to tell you about my week. Mm. All week. Okay. I'm excited. So um, a few days ago, I got a text from somebody, a random person, and they were like, hey, I'm a speech therapist working in this place for this company. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw that you do, you speak Arabic, you're bilingual. Would you be mm-hmm. open to doing a bilingual evaluation for this kid and potential therapy? And I was like, yes, like no questions asked. Yes, yes. Well, there was one question I asked, where did you get my number from? And she said, oh, it's like posted, like you have it on the ASHA portal or whatever, or whatever. I don't know. It's basically, she just like got it from ASHA. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to go with the hope that it's like a private thing where like only members can do. I don't know. Um, you know, I kind of feel a little icky saying that now because, like, now people could just look up my number. <laughs> I think that, like, is it everybody? I think if you're a member, you can find it. I'm a member, so they can find my number technically. Oh, no. Like, I have it. I have myself posted as a bilingual speech therapist. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I mean, that's good, though, because now you can get, okay. like, clients if you, you know, start your own company or private okay, practice. Okay, right, right. Okay. Okay, yeah, so, so it's all good. It's all good. It's all yeah. good. Yeah, please. Yeah, whatever. Okay, Let's stay so away, that's, yeah, like no hate, please. <laughs> I don't have that strong don't. will. No. <laughs> um. Okay. So, anyways, that's how she found me, and she was like, "Oh, okay. I found you on Asha, girl." Blah blah. And I was like, "Oh, cool. Mm. Sounds great." So she tells me about this client, and I was like, "Okay, mm. so they speak Arabic, but where are they from?" Because like, first of all, within the same country, you get so many different dialects, mm. and a lot of them are very similar. Like I'm. I speak mostly like Jordanian Arabic. And so like mm-hmm. I know like all the countries that are around there, we can understand each other pretty well. Well, the babe, the kid, like he is from like Northern Africa um, where they also speak Arabic. But typically like I have a few friends from, and I'm being vague, but like I have a few friends from the same country as him. And um, I can, like, I understand my friends. I don't understand their gra- their grandparents or their parents. Cause like, mm-hmm. it's just like this like heavy, different dialect. Um, and so I was like, I don't personally know that I'll be able to understand this kid. Um, That being said, I am fluent in Arabic. Read it, write it, sing it, all of it. Um, And so um, she like gave me, she got me in contact with the parent. And then we talked, we had a discussion. She understood me. I understood her, made sure she was comfortable with my level of fluency. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, just like kind of, 
Because like you can be fluent in a language, but it's still very yeah. difficult when you're like giving an assessment and you have to know yeah. how to say articulation and you have to know how to say phonology yeah. and you have to like all these things. Like it, when you get to the nitty gritty of it, it is kind of like there's difficult. yeah. Well, and there's a difference between a translator and an interpreter. A translator Absolutely. is just somebody who like knows that language and can say exactly what you're saying. An interpreter is like a medical interpreter who can act, knows mm-hmm. those fine jargon and mm-hmm. main details. Exactly. Yeah. Continue yeah. And on so though. they were asking me to be the person to do this evaluation, right? Yeah. So I said, yeah, because mm-hmm. I like, I've been dying to like get in touch with like the Arab community around me. Um, mm-hmm. Cause I think that's something that I can offer that like a right. lot, there's a need for, but I'm not connect. Like it's not connecting. Um, and so I said, yes, Turns out she's four hours away from me. Oh, no. Can you do it, like, through Zoom? So the evaluation cannot be through Zoom because of the company um, or the hospital. But the therapy can. So I was telling her, like, well, I have family that lives there. Maybe, like, we'll do a Mm. weekend trip and, like, I can meet with the mom or whatever. Um, And she's like, okay, like, I'm going to hash out the details. Whatever. That is, like, my update. Ooh, yay. I'm so excited, if you guys can't tell. (laughs) Follow-up update is... um, I do not have any assessment materials that are normed for Arabic. So um, I reached out to Arab spe- like Arab SLPs and Arabic speaking speech therapists on social media. And um, they were so, so helpful. I, You guys, I went international. Dubai, um, Jordan, really? Palestine. I went international with my requests. Like I was just like in their DMs like, hi, like I'm Madame. I'm a speech therapist in California. And like I was wondering if you have any like the speech sound norms if you have any assessments mm-hmm. i'm going to be evaluating like a child from this area whatever and i'm not gonna lie i i didn't expect a kickback like i didn't expect people to be like mm, no but like i did expect like oh well like you know check asha or like this website's yeah. been helpful in the past something right, like right, that right. where like and i did check asha like i went through asha like page by page by page and you know tried my best you guys, I got research links. I got like assessment oh, like awesome. suggestions. I got the yeah, norms. Yeah. Like they were so, so helpful. And like, it was just, it made me so happy. It made me so like, I was like, oh my gosh, this is a community of Arab SLPs. That's amazing. And like, it just, it made me really happy. And like, right. I was just excited to hear back from them. I was excited to look into like the assessments they do. Like what do different countries do? Anyways, turns out mm-hmm. there are not any Arabic normed language assessments. Interesting. They just, so I have a friend who like I knew as a child, turns out she's a speech mm-hmm. therapist. And so I texted her and she mm-hmm. said, yeah, we just use the PLS and like, we just translate that. And like, that's what we use, but it's not normed on Arabic yeah. speaking kids. And I think when I get my doctorates, like I would love to develop an assessment. I know it's so many steps mm-hmm. and it would take forever. And I know there's a lot of things that go into it, but I think that there's a really big need for it. I mean, speech therapy is emerging in all these countries, so we should get the materials needed. So that's my update. That's, that's like amazing. literally, that's so exciting. Yeah, I'm so happy. I'm really excited. Oh, I do have one more update, but it's kind of more of a request for anyone listening. Okay, so I have been given a teenager at my private practice who uses AAC, Mm. and I've not worked with teenagers. The oldest I've worked with, like, I haven't worked with anyone between the ages of 13 and 20. Like, Mm -hmm. no experience in that. Like, big gap in my experience. So... If, if you or anybody has tips or advice, I would love, love, love it because I'm so anxious, so nervous. Um, 
but yeah, that's yeah. You could have asked me. Thing. I worked with a kid with AAC. Well, the the I'm actually still friends with her mom today. She, oh, okay. I thought you said, you said everybody. Um, <laughs> you too. You mostly. Everybody <laughs> I, else I, too. I am with everybody. Um, yeah, I actually still know this client till this day. She's really, really cool. She's amazing. She okay. has autism. I don't know if your client has autism. Um, um, but they haven't given me the records yet, but I do. I think he does. Yeah. He does. Okay. Yeah. So um, he, my client was 16. She's now 18. Um, mm-hmm. But she uses primarily an AAC. My sister actually works with her as her nanny, a caregiver um, throughout the week. And so um, it's been... They use prim- – she primarily – actually, she does does use, like, expressive language and verbalizes, but also when, you know, when she's having difficulty communicating, she uses um, touch chat, which is a pretty mm-hmm. advanced um, AAC device. Mm-hmm. We were at Proloquo for a good time period. I've actually had to learn on, a spot, on the spot on how to mm-hmm. basically program her AAC device, had mm-hmm. no training. I was like, I don't know how to do this. But I had the opportunity to like kind of program it and kind of mm-hmm. tailor it to her. Um, in my opinion, finding what the patient or the client likes to do and making mm-hmm. sure that it's um, very tailored to what their likes are. There are generalized mm-hmm. like, you know, items and like mm-hmm. icons, but I mm-hmm. like there is for touch chat in particular, you can like take and download pictures of their own mm-hmm. items. And so like oh. if they have a favorite toy, you can upload mm-hmm. that and put that into their yeah. AAC device. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very user friendly. It was pretty easy to understand, especially if you have like the, um, the, like the pro or like, you know, you, the person mm-hmm. has the, the whole program on there because mm-hmm. you can pick like different um, voices. You can make it yeah. match like their personality. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, AAC is so yeah. much fun. It's hard. I it's hope fun. so. I'm scared. I'm not going to lie. I'm really scared. I did like, like I was like, um, I think one of my colleagues really mm-hmm. loves teenagers and they really like, like yeah. AAC. Like, is there a way that we can switch? Cause like neither <laughs> one of us had met like that time slot yet. Yeah. Right, um, right, right. But then, like, she turned out to like her her client that she had at that time a lot better, yeah. like the the profile of that client a lot better than the profile of mine. And I was like, well, like it's your client, do with it what you will. But um, yeah, so I'm I'm pretty nervous. But I mean, yeah. I'm like, also really excited. You just have to spend a lot of time with the AAC device. Mm-hmm. I think like at one point I was like, can I just take this home? And just play around with it. But then because what do like they do when curve. you have it? Yeah, but like, um, like it, it depends. Like, so like my client used it. It wasn't her only way of communication. Like she oh, was able okay. to verbalize. Mm-hmm. We used mm-hmm. it as a way as like a coping mechanism when she wanted to expand mm-hmm. her utterances. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was able to still like expressively say like, I want cookie. I want this. But it was like mm-hmm. more of a way to just expand her utterances yeah. and expand what she wanted yeah. to say. If, if the par- person's completely nonverbal, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. Very different yeah. story. But if they have some language, um, you yeah. can like Plus, you know, I only play see around him. with it. I only see them once a week. Oh, yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. Then. I don't know. Because I yeah. was just – I could see her the next day. Um, mm, yeah. I mean, I could probably leave it. But honestly, I don't think I'd be, feel comfortable taking it just because I don't think – like, I think this is his mo- mode of communication. Oh, his main mode. So, yeah, like, yeah. it would not be appropriate for me to take right. it Right. That all. makes like, sense then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so – but that's really helpful though, and I really appreciate it. And I'll definitely be texting you as like more questions come up because I Absolutely. did not know that you. Ha- I mean, I guess I knew you had experience with teens, but yeah. Did you? Do you know what program he uses? 
or what the AAC I haven't is. looked at the like oh, yeah. I haven't looked at the file yet. I've been waiting for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I you know who? Cleanse, but yeah, you know who's a great person to talk about this with? Who? Our friend Kat. She really? did. Her, yeah, she did her school based. No, because she didn't do a medical placement. She did her second internship primarily with, with AAC. Okay, I'm going to text her then because – I would definitely – she learned how to program it. I think she learned like her supervisor. She did all her assessments for AAC. That is so mm-hmm. cool. Is she mm-hmm. like – that is – that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah text okay. her friend Kat. I will you know, text her. We love her and we gush about her all the time. I know. Kat is – I'm a big fan of Kat. <laughs> big fan. Um, okay. Kat stands yeah. for life. Oh, Yes. We should get shirts that say that. <laughs> um, yeah, so now on to our next segment. Yeah, so let's dive in into this segment. We are going to be continuing our journey um, of our SLP journey. And now, girl, you got your license. You finished your CF. Congrats. Yay. Congrats, congrats. Oh my gosh, you we're did so it. So proud of you. Yeah, so mm-hmm. proud of you. Nine months, girl. That was a long time. Um, mm-hmm. but you completed it. You did your hours. It's stressful. Um, it's a new setting or a new place you've never maybe been in. Um, but now you have your C or now you finish. What do you do next? Now we gotta apply to your C's. Okay. So um for me, all you or for everybody, all you got to do is go to ASHA and you look for the application. It says like apply to your C's. You press the button and you fill it out. It's really simple. You just need your your like name. I think you needed your supervisor's name. You got to type in your hours and then they're and like the um, ID. And what else? The dates. Oh, yeah. And the dates. Um, and if you have multiple placements, making sure mm-hmm. you know the dates for that too, the different supervisors you've had. Um, and then you literally press submit and that's your mm-hmm. C's for ASHA. Was there something else? So easy. Nope. That oh, was okay. Good. Yeah. That, that was, was exactly it, right? How it went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But however, the license for specifically, so for our state, which is California, that's a little different. Um, please do not forget to turn in the paperwork because if you do not have your your license, you cannot work. Um, you we actually both. have, yeah, you need both. We act, I have a friend who also works in the hospital and I think it was a couple months after I had, or a couple weeks after I had turned in my California license paperwork, I texted her a question and she was like, what do you mean? I already have my state license. I was like, didn't you turn in the paperwork? Or like, what do you mean? Like, no, you don't. Did you already do it? Did you get it back? Like when? It was taking forever. And she was like, do we have to do it again? And I was like, yeah, girl, like you can't work next month if you don't have it. And she was like, oh my gosh. So do not forget to turn in the paperwork. I think it's after 10 days after you finished your your CF, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you need to submit it within 10 days of your CF completion. That being said, like I said previously, I was not able to do that. And I submitted mine a couple months late. Um, and they still said like, oh, technically they give like a two year gap. Oh, like yeah. You, a two year grace period, I guess. Right. But right, you right, still right. can't practice. I wasn't practicing yeah. between True. that. Like you cannot be seeing clients, cannot. but like you can still submit it within that time. Yeah. Within that time frame too, between so like you like the ten days and you submitting the paperwork, um, and you still getting your C's, you still need to be under your supervisor. Mm-hmm. So basically, they still need they don't have to like do the supervision part, but they still need to sign off in your documentation, and that's mm-hmm. kind of all the they need to do at that point. 
Um, so, and then once that comes in, they don't need to sign off anything else. And you're on your own, baby. You're on yep. your own. You um, are CCSLP. Yes. yes. Um, all you need. To, um, also, we can put this in our show notes. The Sorry, the link <laughs> to, to the paperwork. But yeah. other than that. I forgot a C. <laughs> Is that why you were laughing? I was like, wait, what? I'm just going back. No, no, you're good. You're good. Um, There's three C's, guys. You got all Yeah, three C's. (laughs) You only got two? Oh, no. (laughs) Which competence did you not meet? No, girl, Um, you met them all. Um, And that's kind of it. That kind of ends your CF and now you're a license. Um, Did you want to add something else? I was, but no, that's next episode. Um. Is it about applying to places? Oh, I was just going to say, like, and now you negotiate your pay. Oh, now yeah, that is the next episode. your employer know that you are a licensed SLP. Yes, yeah. And then we'll talk about that next episode. But I think I want to – I think we kind of men- – we didn't mention this, but we did want to mention that now you have your C's and your license, you are now open to applying to different positions. You can get a PRN at a hospital if you're working in the school districts. You can work at a private practice. You can, like, venture Early out. intervention. Early intervention, you can venture out into your – the world is your oyster, my friends. Yes. So you can definitely – you have more ability to do more things. And mm-hmm. to be honest with you, my experience, I felt like it was easier – I got calls back a little more when they oh, found absolutely. out that I had my Cs. They are mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, you have your license? Great. Mm-hmm. Like, come on board. It was less yes. work for them because absolutely. they don't have to train you. Literally the day, the way that I knew my California license went through, I think I got five different people contacting Literally me. And same. I was like, what is this? And like, yeah. cause I mean, you get people reaching out to you anyway, but like literally they're like, now that you're a California license, like, I don't know if they have like a little list and my name <laughs> turned green. They're like, right, right, check right. mark here. <laughs> no, like it was like, but yeah, you and you can just keep checking your, uh, the status on your, um, right, right, right on the speech and hearing board. I was checking every freaking day. You have no idea how long to the point I was just like, okay, when is it going to come in? Like, I just want to be like licensed. It was like, I knew I was going to be licensed, but I was afraid that like, it was just never going to come in. I had a, like, there was kind <laughs> of a time frame. Like mm-hmm. it, you still had to get within, you know, the time frame before mm-hmm. your actual like RP license expired. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. am I gonna have to like, reapply? I was like so stressed yeah. out. Well, someone was like telling me like, oh, sometimes they lose them. Sometimes blah 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 happens. Like maybe yeah. you should so, reach out. But mm-hmm. then like I heard our grad school coordinator in my voice in my head saying like, don't reach out unless you absolutely have to. Wait, really? So, like, I reached out and they actually appreciated really? that. Yeah. Really? Maybe was she talking about this? Maybe then she was talking about something else. Maybe she I do remember her else. saying like contact me. Okay, no, no, no. You... I know you're talking about. Okay, that's something else. Yeah, you're talking about when you're, um, when you're ma- your, not certificate, your degree gets conferred. That's oh, what you're, you're right. About. You're right. You're right. You're right. Ignore me, guys. Because there's a Ignore waiting me. period Disregard. for your yeah, degree yeah, to be right. Yeah. Do you're not right. contact the university. <laughs> contact the chair coordinator because they will yeah. be very upset if you mm-hmm. keep asking, when is my degree going to get conferred? Okay, yeah. And yes, they will yes. put you on the bottom real quick. That is so funny. You know, I literally refused to contact <laughs> the speech and hearing Wait. board because I was like, no. my brain just was like, like I knew it was about the degree, but for some reason yeah. my brain generalized it to that. And so like when my employer was like, the founder was like, oh, you should contact them because sometimes they lose it. In my head, I was like, yeah, that's going to happen. <laughs> <I did. laughs> 
like in the most like joking so way funny. but like genuinely wait, 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 wait. i was not gonna contact them yeah no, but then literally like so funny. by the end of the day it was posted like it well, literally said you have your cap on your oh good yeah i had to i had to call them because they were taking a year and a half to get my mm-hmm. license and i was so nervous i was like mm-hmm. oh my gosh is gonna come in and then like they're oh yeah thank you for just they're like within a day they sent me an email and they go just fill this out and you're good oh they like, did i was yeah. just about to say like they they were really good about being like you're missing this. You need to fix it. But then when I would fix it and email them back, I never once got a response. I never once got like, oh, mm. thank you, received, or anything like oh, that. Oh, yeah. So, like, they were really good at I it. I felt like I was just always in the air. Like, Well, I like, also do want to note – I want to mention too, mine took a long time because I changed my name in between. So mm, I think they, if I that. didn't – contact them i don't know if i would have gotten my license in time mm. because they're like oh yeah because your name changed were you mm. like were you a downing before and i'm like yeah and they're like oh we didn't we didn't see you change your name and i was like okay good thing i <laughs> called <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah that's um, funny were you a downing before yeah i was that's, just like still yeah, that's downing me. in my phone uh i wish that's what okay my husband would be really mad at me but that's my <laughs> one of my biggest mistakes um of my life. I yeah, wish I hyphened. Yeah. The biggest mistakes of my life. Did you um, – I think we talked about this. Like in my culture, we don't change our last names. That's crazy. That's why yeah. your name's so bad. I was like, because wow. Because – can I like give a little yeah. history lesson? Okay. So like back in the day, I'm talking 1,500 years ago, mm. when you would change your last name, it was because like your husband now owned you. And so like mm. then with like when – like part of – the Islamic religion is like, you cannot, you're not property, right? Obviously. Yeah. And so like, like part of, you know, regular human rights, you're not property. <laughs> um, and so they like took that away. We're like, we, mm. so like now we don't change our names because like you, I don't like, you don't own me. Yeah. You know, amen to that. I don't know. Just a little tidbit information. Yeah. So I've so cool, always though. been Madame Abid and I will always be Madame Abid. Uh, what about your son? Is he take your so name? He, no, he takes his dad's name. So he is like, his name and then his dad's name. But yeah, no, he gets like his dad's family name. Okay. So yeah, biggest mistake of my life. I remember when the lady was like, um, asked me, so what do you want your name? You can change it to whatever you want. And I was like, oh, absolutely. Get rid of Downing. Uh, if only <laughs> I could go back love. to the moment. I, yeah, I love, I don't, like, I love taking my, I love taking Reese. It's a wonderful name. Super simple. You know, I can't, I really can't complain. My cousins have the longest name of their life you have to, their last name this is low-key calling them out but it's okay they'll know if they listen to the pod their last name is kabalatungan oh my god that's so long <laughs> so, it's so so long I, we make fun of I it like consistently name, it's a mm-hmm. running joke and i'm like kabalatungan they've gotten um i've got they had so many different like variations that they've gotten it's hilarious mm-hmm. so i can't yeah. complain ruiz four letters r-u-i-z that's it. Yes. And I had Wait, to really, they I had like to, they changed their name to that. No, what? No, like, that's what their name was, Kabalatunga. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like they were like not Ruiz, like they were Downing, and they changed to that. And I was like, oh no, 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 no. That's my cousin's like, so last long. name. Mm-hmm. No, that's my cousin's last name from my mom's side. So that's why it's different. Oh, oh okay. But yeah. um, but I was trying to say that I wish I hyphened. That's my moral. Hmm. The moral of the story is I wish I hyphened. So I could keep like – Did you not hyphen because you thought it'd be too long? No. I I didn't hyphen because my – so in the Filipino – 
let's get some cultural background here. Yeah. In the Filipino culture, and I think in a lot of Hispanic culture as well, um, my middle name has always been my mom's maiden name in respect mm. to her dad or my grandpa. Mm-hmm. And so my middle name, my full name is Hannah Ruth. Um, that's my full first name. That's my okay. whole entire name. I always and thought that was your middle name. Yeah, everyone thinks so. No, it's my full first name. So my husband will call me Hannah Ruth sometimes because um, it's my, my whole name. And my middle name is my mom's maiden name. So it, my middle name is Manawis. And then mm-hmm. my last name was Downing, of course. But I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm going to keep Manawis. I'm going to keep my middle name. Oh, like I'm attached. Regret it. I, I, I love Manawis. Don't get me wrong. But now that I'm married, everyone thinks I'm hyphen Manawis Ruse. I'm like, no, it's my middle <laughs> name. I always have yeah. to explain that. So I'm like, dang it. When I wasn't married, they didn't know the difference. But yeah. yeah. Wish I, I replaced Downing. Uh- yeah. I was just going to say, like, we have, like, a four-piece name, like, a four-place name. So, like, it's mm. your name, your dad's name, your grandfather's name, and then the family name. Wow. Um, so, my name is actually so long. Even my family name, like, Abed, that is cut like, in a half. third of the full name. Yeah, it's, like, cut in half. Um, Wait, what because, is like, can, I, move... can I know the whole name? Yeah. I'm Maram Abdul Khaliq. Like, it's not, like, super long, but it is Abdul more complex. Than... Yeah. Exactly. Oh, it's so job. pretty. Abdul Khalid. I love that. Yeah. Abed's really yeah. cute too, though. It's like a cute little yeah, like. We shortened it when we came. Yeah. When we like when we came, not me. Like when we moved to the <laughs> U.S., we shortened uh-huh. it. What, um, wait. So, but you have your grandpa's name too, though, in your name, right? My grandpa on my dad's side. Yeah. Wait. Can you tell me your full name? Yes, I can. Okay. What is so your full name? My full name. Are you guys ready? This yeah. is going to make you laugh. Okay, my full name is Maram Nabil Hussain Lutfi Hussain Abdul Khalif. But who made that? That's so <laughs> So I, Wait. I was wrong. Because after you say your family name, like you say your family name. So, yeah, yeah. so like Maram, me, Nabil, my dad, Hussain, my grandfather, Lutfi, his grandfather, or I mean his dad. And then, so Hussain Lutfi Hussain. So they were naming, like, the dad's name is Ihsan. He would name his son Lutfi after his dad. So uh-huh. then that Lutfi, the second Lutfi, would name Ihsan after his dad. So, so actually, wow, my wait, cousin, is that on your birth certificate? Is that your on your birth certificate? Uh, no, my parent. It's on my passport for Jordan. It's not on my birth certificate for the U.S. My parents were nice and they shortened it. But um, I have a cousin whose name is literally Ihsan. Lutfi, Hussain, Lutfi, Abdul Khalid. Like, <laughs> if it sounds like I'm saying the same word twice, it's because I am. Like, literally, his name, like, oh my goodness. it was just insane. So, that's yeah, that's my. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. I, mean, like, I know wow. every culture does it different. And so, yeah, like, so true. Um, every culture is yeah. unique in their own way. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Um, but, anyways, besides the point, my point was you have your license, you, you have your CCTSLB. <laughs> Quite the time. <laughs> that was all, th- all three C's, not two. Mm, you have three. Yes, all three of them. Um, but that's kind of it. That's all I got for this segment. It's short and simple, y'all. Short and simple. Yeah. It's pretty – it's probably the easiest part of getting your C's is applying for your C's. Um, and the same thing with the state licensure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we are going into SLP Confessions. Yay. Ah. Fun segment. Okay, here we go. So, Hannah, yes. why don't you go first? Okay, okay, okay. Mine is a funny one. Um, 
maybe you guys don't like bodily fluids, you should definitely skip ahead and go to Maram's SLP confession. That's totally okay. I understand. Not everybody's into, you know, bodily fluids. So um, I work in the hospital, so I'm kind of used to it. So I was working um, in the morning and, you know, I had breakfast, you know, what had my coffee, went to work. By 10 o'clock, I was feeling a little off, right? I was like, what is happening to me? Did I eat something bad? I was like, not without, nothing out of the normal. So I'm like feeling sick at this point. And I had a lot of patients. See, I had two, I finished all my patients, but I had two outpatient or eight outpatient, just one, I think, one outpatient swallow study. And so I, before my swallow study, I go to the bathroom and my stomach was on hit, y'all. (laughs) <laughs> on hit and it was not good. Um, let's just say the bathroom was not so pleasant <laughs> after I left. And I was like, what did I did eat? did not survive the experience. Did not, RIP. did not. I was like, what did I eat? What is happening to me? And so I walk out and I was like, please, I was like, God, please do not have somebody standing right in front of the door waiting for this bathroom. I <laughs> opened it. And this girl was like that worked at the hospital was just standing oh right in front God. of it. And I was like, walking out, just open, just went I would not go in there. And it was like yeah. <laughs> it was like, maybe I just won't, won't ever see her again. It's totally okay. So I go back to my desk, you know, I take a sip of water and I was like, Oh, I do not feel good. So the radiology department calls me and goes, Hey Hannah, your MBS is here. Um, come on, come on in and get ready. So I go out and I'm walking out and I was like, please, Lord. I do not want to see this girl again. She, we do not have a good relationship at this point. I walk out and she passes me and I looked at her and I smiled and I was like, I was like, we all, we all, we both know, we both know here what I did. Like, let's you be honest. You guys shared an experience. Absolutely. But I was like, why did I smile at her? I should have just like, Looked down, not at her. But so at this point, I was very embarrassed of that of that interaction. Walked to the mm-hmm. swallow study. I'm I'm there and I'm kind of just like holding my ground. Like I set up and I'm like, who something's wrong. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is not okay. And so the student was like, Hannah, like there was a radiology student there, and he's like, Hannah, are you okay? You're not like talking. Are you fine? I was like, I'm like, Travis. Mm-mm, just don't talk, Travis. I can't. And so I waiting for my patient and I'm like, there's a bathroom in the radiology suite. So I run to, I go to the bathroom. I was like, let me just stand in front of the toilet and just stand here. And the moment I stood there just came out of my, my mouth everywhere, every in the toilet. And I was like, Oh, I was like, why am I throwing up? Oh my oh goodness. My and so I walk out and I was like, okay, Hannah, you just have to get through this hour and we oh can God. maybe go home. And so what? like I do my study no. and the patient I think was like coughing, having a difficult time or I don't know if the study went well. I don't remember if the study went well or like or well, well yeah, or not. you were trying not to die. Yeah, I, I I think the study actually went bad or like it was like it was going kind of rough and the patient was having a hard time. And I think at that point I was having a hard time. I was like, I was like, Oh no. I was like, she was coughing. I was trying to hold back myself from coughing and puking all over the place. So I was just like standing there and we finally finished. I was like, okay, I'm going to head out, cleaned up, ran to, ran to the, um, to my office, changed her diet. I was like, okay, you know what? I think I remember this all from memory. We're going to change her diet. The images weren't loading. So like, and it takes a while for the, the text to get the images up because, mm-hmm. you know, technology. And mm-hmm. so I was like telling my boss, I was like, 
I was like, hey, I just don't feel well. I was like, I don't think I can wait. I was like, let me just write a quick note about the study and like basically summarize it. And I'm just going to head home. And she was like, it's okay, Hannah. Like, absolutely. Go, go home. Mm-hmm. You do not look good. Okay. So I, w- I walk out and I'm like, okay, I've made it. I've made it out of this hospital. That day was raining, and so I had my umbrella, and I was walking across. I had to walk across the street to where I was parked, and when I was walking across the street, I was like, oh, it's coming, <laughs> and on the street, <laughs> just oh everywhere, and I had – good thing I had the umbrella in front of me, though, because cars were coming, oh my and so I was like, let me just hide my face, and then I was like, okay, I can make it. Puked again before I got into oh the car. I have an hour. Yeah, I have an hour drive home. Like food poisoning? What? Oh, my God. I have an hour drive home. And I was like, I I thought I would have to pull over to throw up. I was like, I'm going to throw up in this car. And then I got out of the car right before I, I, right when I got to my apartment, just threw up everywhere. Was gone for two days, maybe. I think I was gone for more than two days. Um, Turns out I had food poisoning. I think I did. I think I had food poisoning Mm -hmm. from some... um, adobo it's like a filipino dish from a restaurant that i got in a couple days before never gonna eat adobo at this point again just like cannot cannot eat the thing i was like absolutely not Mm. um when i got back to the work actually though a lot of people were telling me they had food poisoning and they had the same exact symptoms as i did yeah people were saying like maybe you didn't have food poisoning maybe it was um like a like a quick flu and i was like Really, you think? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's germs up in the hospital, like oh, like yeah. crazy amount of germs. I was so literally, I was so terrified my entire pregnancy. Um, I would, and be the more too. pregnant I got, the more terrified I got. Yeah. That's why I ended up like um, not going back because I was like, "There's no way I can like be here and then go home to a newborn." Like I, Absolutely. I mean, like I could, but my anxiety would be sky high. The only time I have experienced what you just talked about was when I was pregnant, and this is. Like, we need to put a vomit warning in the beginning of this. But can I give a little story? Yeah. It's kind of the same vibe. Did you end up throwing up in the car? No, I threw up right when I got out of the car. Okay. So, so I went wedding dress shopping oh, no. with Amanda. Uh-huh. And I live – so we went near where our university is. And I live almost two hours from there. So I stopped okay. by her house because she was on my way, got in the car with them, went. We wedding dress shopped. How fun. Ate. Came home. Went into her house, went into this woman's apartment, barfed all <gasps> over her bathroom. Like, it just – I was pregnant. I was, like, probably in my sixth month. And I was – everywhere, all over the apartment. In the toilet? I Toilet. outside of the toilet. Floor, everything. It just projectile came out. I cleaned it up. I got it on myself, even. <laughs> cleaned it up. Oh, no. And I was like, okay, I'm so sorry. Like, I literally cleaned, sanitized everything. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go home now. And she's like, are you safe to go home? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Like, now that it's out of me, like, I'm good. Get in oh, the no. car. I'm, I'm on scared. the freeway. I grab the closest bag to me, which has the clothes that I had been wearing. Like, oh, I had, like, threw up on my hijab. And she happened to have, like, a hijab on hand that, like, someone had gifted her or something. Wait, like, she had a hijab very, on hand? Yeah, it was so random. Um, by Amanda? So yeah, like, it was just That's a so random. random. I think it was a hijab. Like, it was a scarf. And I wore it, I believe. Because then, like, <laughs> when I threw up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. And then, like, I grabbed the bag and I, like, mm-hmm. threw up into it. And, like, it got all over me. And I saw a 30-minute <gasps> drive in the Wait, were you driving on, on the freeway? Belt. I was on the freeway. I was on the freeway in the left lane. 
throwing up on the left lane. But I did not go down to 65. I wasn't the person in the freeway on the left lane going 65. Um, yeah, oh I did end gosh, up like, I didn't dead. pull over, but I did call my husband crying. And I was like, oh my goodness, like, please meet me in the garage. Yeah. Like, I am yeah. covered in barf. I'm so Ugh. disgusting. I'm so grossed out. And like I've told you before, I had nausea my entire pregnancy, literally threw mm-hmm. up giving, giving birth. Um, and Did like, you throw just, up giving birth? Yeah. Oh my God. Like, it was just the worst thing ever. And so um, he got, gets to the garage. I close the garage. I strip everything head to toe, put it in a bag and like burn it, throw it. I don't care what you do with it. I never want to see it. My favorite shirt was in that bag because I have been wearing my favorite And you threw shirt. it away? You I, threw it away? I threw it away. He's Because I was even wearing jeans, like nice jeans. And I'm like, he's like, Madame, we can wash these. And I was like, Mm-mm. Like just the idea of this shirt is making me need to throw up, and I need it. Did to you be out eat of the beforehand? House. Yeah, we had a. Um, I think we got Pisanos. No, not Pisanos. Could you we eat got a Mexican restaurant? But oh, yeah, okay. Hmm. But wow, yeah, that was just my barf story, not my confession or anything. I mean, not my um, SLV confession or anything. But yeah, I was just like, I've thrown up in the car. It's not fun, and I was so afraid that my car would start to smell like barf. I tried my best to clean it, but. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how great it really worked out, but that's my barf story. <laughs> yeah, barf warning or vomit warning. Emesis, Bom- fancy term. Emesis Ooh, warning emesis. in the beginning. Yeah, maybe um, we should actually put like a warning in the beginning because some people really- People like, are. No, emesis. absolutely. And I totally get it. 100%. Um, my coworker, she's a physical therapist um, assistant. And we had a trach patient one time and she was like, Hannah, I don't know how the heck you deal with that. Like there was like secretions coming out. I'm like, oh, heck no. She was, I was like, I don't know how you deal with poop. Like, what do you mean? Uh, like she has yeah. to do, like work with, uh, I can work Mm-mm. head up. Great. Yeah. Like, like um, bottom down. Ugh, no, thank you. Mm-mm. The smell no. just gives me a visceral feeling. Um, but anyways, yeah. on to your SLP confession. Tell me. Okay, so this is a real confession. This is something I have only ever told. There's only three people that I know of that know about this. Okay, it's my husband, our grad school coordinator, and my former supervisor. Okay, so we're going back in time to my medical SLP internship, my first placement. This is the lady, for reference, who like every chance she got, she insulted me. She okay. brought me down. She scared the living hell out of me. Mm-hmm. Literally, I would go into my internship nervous, so nervous. I would cry. I would go. The day started at 9. I would get there at 6.50 so I can look over my patients for the day and, like, make mm-hmm. a plan and, like, educate myself so that when she came in and she tested me on them, right. I would know, yeah, what's up? Can what I say something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to say that – Maram, it wasn't you. And I think we've talked about this, but just for the pod, it wasn't you. It was her because we know a student or we know an mm-hmm. SLP that also worked with this supervisor. Mm-hmm. And she um, said she had the very similar experience. Mm-hmm. She cried every mm-hmm. single day, guys, had to come best. in an hour. And she's ama- yeah, yeah, she's amazing speech therapist, Literally wonderful the person. And I was just so like, smart. that is so sad that like two yeah. great SLPs yeah. got torn down. for no no reason at all like she like she really was just like mean and like honestly so we had to do our like when we did our orientation part of it was learning to reposition patients because Mm -hmm. at this hospital everybody had to be able to transfer patients from like the bed to the pan to the whatever like you had to be from the bed to the seat to the bathroom whatever um so we it was all of our under all of our responsibilities right um and when I was doing the training 
all the physical therapists that were there, like they were the ones doing the trainings. They're like, I just want you to know she's like this with everybody. Like it Mm. is not you. It is not not something you you did. So like I already knew like it wasn't me, but like it was still really hard. So this is a very high anxiety situation. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So I do my orientation and during my orientation, the HR person, I don't remember what her exact title was but like she is showing me all like there she's showing me their um server like where you do your notes it was pretty cool Mm. um she was showing me that and then she's showing me like look you can even access it when you're not on site from a different computer at home and here's Mm. how you would do that okay that is what she said and that's what we did like she showed me how to do that she's like if you ever need to access a patient's file and you're not here like here's how you can do it at home does that sound like something that you are allowed to do when she says it like that? Yeah. Okay. 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 So the day my supervisor told me watching me do therapy made her want to kill herself. Okay. I got so anxious and I was so sad and mm. I was crying, 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 crying oh, in the car, in yeah. the shower. Couldn't I literally could not even Couldn't tell stop. my husband what happened without yeah. crying. Like I right, was just like... Right. This was so humiliating. Should I mm-hmm. even become a speech therapist? Like, mm-hmm. am I even good enough to be like, am I that dumb? Like, am I this? Like, I was just being so mean. Like, all the negative self talk was coming out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. And so I pulled up my laptop and I was like, I will not be caught unprepared. Like, I will not be caught um at my not at my peak. Like, I yeah. will put like I really thought this was my own fault, right? Like, I'm like, I cannot believe that like I'm this mm-hmm. bad at it. I'm gonna do everything in my power to get better. Because that's the kind of person I am. I want yeah. to be the best that I can be. Absolutely. So I pull up like the patients, right, for the next day. And I just like, I'm like, you know, through their server, through their everything, like the way that the HR lady taught they me to you. do. Yeah, yeah, And I start like going through them. Well, I guess when I was going through it, it opened a note. Okay. Okay. And it, like it started a note. Okay. So then when I went in... The next day, and I'm going to say this, like, in hindsight, I would never do that. Never would I ever do that without express consent from the right people. Mm -hmm. I would never do that, right? It's a very big HIPAA violation risk. Like, you are, like, somebody hacks me, somebody, like, it is a risk. Like, to do what? To open a patient's file from, like, from a different computer from the hospital. No, it's not. It's not. No way. Are yeah, sure? I do it all the time. I, I do it on my computer all the time. It's not my patient. Like, we have to do it because like home health speech therapists do it all the time, and you're ac- you're able to do that. Like, I've called like we use Cerner and we call Cerner. I've called Cerner before. Hey, I'm using my own computer. Um, how do I fix this chart? Like, I'm I have okay. to I have to physically do it from home. That's not a HIPAA violation. Wait. It's a HIPAA violation if you print out something and you show another person, or if you hey, can you look at my 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 doc? Can you read this? Like, no, if, and they're not supposed to. Absolutely. That's a HIPAA violation. But if you Hannah, just access my heart it through rate your home. Is so high. I actually yeah, that's right not now. that's not a HIPAA violation at all. I have, I personally, oh, sorry. Sari just wanted to like impress her opinion too. Um, no, I do. I have access. I have physical access to my chart at home because mm-hmm. I need to either A, if I can document and change things. Oh my gosh, why? No, don't cry. <laughs> no, this, no, it's this, not. Uh, I know, like, this has been, I don't want to cry on the podcast. No, that's totally, no, that's real. (laughs) Like, absolutely, no. No, this has literally 
sent like I've been a speech like two years. I've been a speech yeah. therapist for two years, and this has been one of my most embarrassing, biggest fails. No, that's not even I'm a fail. So dramatic. I'm no, not. like, are you serious? That that's what your confession was. Okay, okay, okay keep going. Dead. Okay, okay, Hold okay. On. But that was what my confession was. My confession was that I opened it on my laptop. I'm using their server, using their program, and I accidentally like because you know like there's a case history portion. Yeah. And this is where I where I went wrong. Okay, there's a case, and I was like, okay, she taught me how to get the case history. If I have okay. like already summarized in the case history, then like tomorrow when I go in at six in the morning, it'll like you oh can, I, in my head I was like I won't have to go at six in the morning. I could just go like right at seven or like go at eight. You know, like yeah, I'll save myself so much time. Right. So I was like trying to be more productive. Okay, so I get in there and she is fuming. She's like angry, using angry words, fuming. Not at me though. She's like, but she something is up, right? And she's like, yeah. something went wrong. There's something that went wrong. And I was like, what? Like, what's going on? I'm trying to, you know, maybe I can help you. Yeah. And she goes, it says that I started a note yesterday for this patient and I didn't. And I was like, oh my gosh. That, that that was me and she was like yeah. what and I didn't know it showed like that she started it yeah yeah and she looks at me and she's like that was you and I was like yeah like I wanted to look over the case history so we don't have a repeat of ye- of yesterday like I just I wanted to be prepared and right. she and you guys I was so scared literally I was so terrified like but it's my mistake so I'm gonna own up to it and so I was like oh my gosh like yeah that that was me I didn't know that was a problem and she's like what on earth made you think that you can open this and Hold I up. was like well <laughs> and I was like well HR's, story. like HR is the one that taught me and mm-hmm. like you know like I didn't I didn't even say it like that like I didn't want to throw HR under the bus right but I was like but like that this is what I was shown like mm-hmm. from when I want to access patients files and like you know you guys in hindsight I was students what what right do I have to access patients files right like like my I'm not the head speech therapist I'm not the speech no therapist you do this. have access you absolutely do what but do you like, mean my student has access to open files without like if they're on your caseload you have yeah. full-on access if they're not on your caseload you don't have access but okay, if they're listed so. as your list you absolutely do okay hold up this this is making me very mad because first of all <laughs> I work at a skilled nursing facility they use this thing called net health and you can access it access it from any computer you just need to know how you just download the programming and yeah. so so, that's how this was. You just have yeah, to like download you the program have to go onto their website, log yeah. in through their program. Yeah. No. And that's not a HIPAA violation, first of all. Second of all, you are a student at their facility treating patients. You are under the speech therapist license. Absolutely. But so you have access to the chart because you are the speech therapist student. Like mm-hmm. that is not a HIPAA violation. So- it's only if you share that information. Yeah, so she like she was really really angry that I had started this like chart number one. Oh, girl, she's like that says. <laughs> well, she well she was like well that shows them that I started an evaluation or that if I say you like that you started an evaluation, how would mm-hmm. I have been supervising you at that point at this time? Like this, and that's when like I very much believe like I believe when you are working under someone else's license, you have to be very careful. This isn't because of this experience. True. This no, is just absolutely. what I believe. Yeah, and no, so, absolutely. So I was like, I am so sorry. Like, I didn't know. And like, whoever you need me to talk to, I am happy to talk yeah. to them. 
I'm so sorry. Okay. And so then she is like, yeah, well, sorry doesn't cut it because this could have gotten my license taken away. And How, what, I, under what regard? Oh, my goodness. I, I don't know. And I was like – and she's like, this is the kind of thing that goes up the chain. Like, you are a student. You're going to make mistakes. But I would have thought your university would have prepared you better than this. And I am absolutely reaching out to them. Whatever. She is, like, fuming. And, like, I am cowering. But, like, also being like, yep, it's my fault. I am so sorry. Like, that was me. That was me. That was me. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. just, like, taking it. Taking all the blame. Okay. Taking all the blame. <laughs> it's like a target, a big target on your head. <laughs> Basically. Hit me where you go. You're like, just like, take me now, Lord. Step <laughs> on me. Remember the doormat? I'm a doormat. Step on me. Oh like, literally, goodness. she just, like, she came. Okay. She went and told HR. This is kind of becoming more just, like, a story. Because I already said my confession. My confession yeah, was that right, right, I opened right. it at home. And I, I've always, like, you can see I've me been rolling so guilty about that. Right now. I've been feeling so, and the thing is, like, yeah, I've been feeling so guilty. Like, I didn't realize how much that weighed on me until I literally confessed it and got it off my chest. Like, a weight has been lifted. But anyway, she went and she told HR, well, this is actually your fault because you told Madame that she can do this. And so and what this HR is on say? your head, not on my head. So what she did is she shifted the blame from her so she doesn't get in trouble, right? Which, I mean, maybe it's a company policy or something. I don't know. To HR. So HR gets in trouble. Well, now HR hates my guts. They used to love me. They cannot stand me because they think that I said, oh, well, like, I only did this because blah, blah, blah. Like, she, like, she wouldn't even let me talk to them. She was like, I'm going to handle this. Anyways, I don't know how they handled the situation, but she was like, I convinced them that you can stay. And I was like... Thank you so much. Like, I look forward to the torture. Wait, um, so how did you know HR hated you? If you never talked to them, oh, how do because, you know what they said? Well, because then, like, when they would see me in the hallway, well, like, she did make a comment to me. She made, like, a passive-aggressive comment mm-hmm. about, like, um, she had offered me a job when I got my – when I yeah. finished my internship to do my CF yeah. there. And she, like, without any, like, interview or anything, she was like, we will literally hire you. Like, you are so great. And then she, like, was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Like, she, like, made a... Wait, like, HR a did or comment. your supervisor? No, no, that lady, the HR lady. Um, And she, like, made a snide, snide comment. And, like, ever since then, like, she would just ignore me. I Because, okay. I mean, I didn't know my supervisor had put the blame on her. Right. And so, like, when yeah. I would see her, I'd be like, hi, hi, you know, things like that. And she, like, it throws me out. Go ahead. Can I say something? You know what yeah. I think happened in my head? I think your supervisor was scared and said, hey, this is a liability. This is this is against HIPAA and basically made this whole story up to make it look bad. And then HR just sucked up. Like, oh, oh you're probably right. Not actually looking mm-hmm. into the minute details. That, and, to, and it's not. Like, it's really not. I access. I can access patient charts all the time through my computer. And I have access. My manager knows this. Like, my hospital knows this. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. My, so like now that you're saying that, I'm thinking like maybe it was a hospital policy that. Le- but then why would HR? But show why would HR me? know that if they have like, access to it? Then she does too. That's yeah, un- and she does. Well, she was like even she said like even if I wanted to access their their folders off like access whatever the clients yeah. charts at home, I have to put in a special request. So I think maybe it was a hospital policy, not necessarily. But do you have your own login? Like, did you have your own login yeah, and like, login, and so did you, everything. did you log in from your own login? Mm-hmm. I logged then, in from my own login. Yeah. If HR showed you that and you have your own login and you're able to access that independently, 
I, I even asked my um my my suit not my super the director of rehab at my school nursing facility. I have my own login. You're able to access the chart. I think mm, even as a yeah. student, you should be able to do that. I think I don't know, but that conversation yeah, that's so- that did not need to be exploded the way it did. Your supervisor should have just told you, "Hey, you know, like actually, you're not supposed to do that. If it is a policy of theirs, just mm-hmm. next time, let's let me know." Mm-hmm. That could have been simply fixed. You know, you shouldn't yeah. feel bad about this. That is not your fault, Marab. And you did actually, I would say, minimally wrong. Like minimally, maybe like that is a policy and then that could have been addressed. But like literally, if you didn't show, did you show anybody? Did you show anybody the chart? Yeah. Did you print anything out? Probably not. If you did, you probably shredded it. And that's fine. This makes me so mad for you. This makes me so mad. Yeah. I I, I had to block her when I was, okay, so this is going to be a switch, please, later. Actually, can I just, while we're on the topic? Yeah. Okay, so what ends Sorry, up happening really is, you're good. What ends up happening is she told tells the grad school coordinator, who I had already told, like, what had happened previous. And so she was mm-hmm. like, okay, give me a couple weeks to figure this out, what we're going to do. So right. she tells her. And so now the grad school coordinator, like, calls me. I'm literally shitting bricks. Um, And she, like, she didn't, like, you know. She was like, oh, I feel like you should have known better. I feel like you should, you know, like, yeah. I understand where this was coming from. But, like, I really feel like, like, you're not the kind of person that makes these kinds of mistakes. You're not the kind of person, like, you know, you're usually somebody. Yeah, well, that's that was also part of why I thought I was really, like, in the wrong and, like, such yeah, a because big wrong. Yeah, people were telling you it was a mistake. Yeah. And so she, but she was like, but you're also the kind of person, like, asks questions. Like, you're the kind right. of person that double checks. So, like. And I feel like if you like, were comfortable, yeah. you would have asked, like, hey, can oh, I absolutely. chart review? Yeah. And you feel like you're comfortable with her. Yeah. Right. And, but I was literally so afraid of her. And like, honestly, even as someone who's afraid of her, if I thought I was doing something wrong, I still wouldn't. Like, I still would have told right. her. Like, I still would have yeah. asked her or I wouldn't have done it if I thought there was something. But like, what? Like, in my head, I didn't even think. Like, I was like, they taught me how to do this. Literally, this is what it exists for. And so, uh, that is true, so actually. Tough. And so, like, I was like, okay, anyways, that's ended up being, so they ended up, like, pulling me out of the internship, using mm-hmm. that as the reason. Mm-hmm. This lady, my supervisor, who has never once said, you don't even need to say anything nice to me, has never been professional with me, has never been cordial mm-hmm. with me, has never, like, has literally only ever insulted me since the day she met me, literally, like, since the day that she texted me, like, she's only ever been mean to me, has the audacity to say, so... The entire day, we go through the entire day seeing patients, staying late, doing papers, right? Doing our paperwork. And she comes to me at the end of the day. And she goes, Maran, I don't know if you know this, but this is your last day here. Your university is pulling you out. And I just, I had to tell them what happened. I didn't know this was going to be the reaction. I wouldn't have told them otherwise. You were going to be a great medical SLP. You are the, like... I don't remember exactly what she said, but basically like, I was such a great student and I would have been such a great medical SLP. And like, she had such high hopes for me. Hmm. When I tell you guys, my jaw dropped to the ground. I was like, me? You had high hopes for me? You thought I was going to be me? Me? Madam? You thought me? I, like, like, I don't think I can explain to you guys. Like, right. I was like, what, what part of me? Like, even yeah, yeah, yeah. 
when she wanted to do my midterms, she didn't get to do my midterms because I left. But when she wanted yeah. to do my, she was like, I'm going to fail you. And <gasps> she had told me that from day one. She had told me from day one, you will fail the midterm because I really wanted to break you to pass down. Yeah, girl. She was like, let me rebuild you to be exactly what I want, which is an insecure person who is so terrified to do their job. Like, where's the, where's the benefit of this? Like, yeah. I, like, genuinely, I was like, wait what and she was like yeah like I'm so sorry I feel so guilty you would have been such a great speech therapist and you would have been such a great medical speech therapist whatever she keeps texting me like the next week she and I like I said I'm a doormat so like I'm responding and she and finally I'm like screw it you need to block her because like this is like she's she was just trying to get information about the university I think she she was texting you for like drama and like gossip she was texting me because I think she thought they were going to kick me out of the university. It's and so your she business, was like, honey. And so she like, was like, did they do it? Did blah, blah, blah. Did this happen? Uh, did this person get Right? So and so gross. like, but instead what happened is I got placed at another medical placement. Right? right? So um, I ended up just blocking her. And till now she is blocked on my phone because I literally am so afraid of her. And... Um, you when you were saying of. like about your um, school-based internship and she was like, oh, don't burn too many bridges. Yeah. That was a bridge I burnt. And honestly, I don't regret it. I, like I said, I love that hospital. If I had somebody who needed therapy, I would beg for them to go to the hospital. They treat their parent, their parents, they treat their patients so amazing. And all the therapists were there were great. Even the other speech therapists, they were so kind. They were so nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this person ended up being my supervisor. Like, I don't, I don't know what went wrong in her life. I don't know why she was so sad, why she was so miserable, why she hated me specifically from before, the, before she ever met me. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know, but like, I really hope she ends up happy. I hope she's retired yeah. living her best life now, but like, Pray I will never her. apply to a position at that facility because of one hr burnt that bridge um and then also like i don't know if she's still there or not girl girl needs prayer let's just leave it at that (laughs) absolutely girl needs prayer oh my gosh give her her name praying for her praying for that Mm. lady um but first so that was my confession yeah thank you for sharing confession and as a speech therapist that looks at patients charts because i need a chart review before i go into the hospital to see if i'm even going into the hospital um, you did nothing wrong. Mm. Did nothing wrong. Yeah. And that was exploded more was than it needed to be. Liberating. Honestly, yeah. that was very liberating. Like, I'm you, so happy. I don't think you know, like, you guys, like, I don't, like, literally when you were like, that's not a HIPAA violation. Yeah. I genuinely have been feeling, so, like, not, like, recently, like, literally since it happened. Yeah. I, anytime I think of my medical internship, anytime I bring her up, anytime, anything, I'm just like, oh my God, remember when I was so dumb and I like almost violated HIPAA? Do you remember when I was literally so, so stupid, stupid, stupid? Like literally like I had so much like self-hate in this like little, it's not a little instance, but like in this instance, like that I like, yeah, I didn't think I was going to cry if I'm being a hundred percent honest. I, you guys, I told Hannah, like, if you think this is going to affect my career, like we are not being in, like, I need you to have my best. It's going to affect mine then. It's going to affect all the hospitals. Yeah, I was like, like you, like that's how afraid I was. But yep, that's my confession. I feel so much better. Good, you (laughs) should. I can't wait to. I can't wait to tell Issa what I said. Yeah, yeah, I I can't wait to tell Issa. I'm gonna tell him. 
Um, I think it's so interesting because like, how do you, I mean, like, what do they expect like home health therapists to do? Like my, my coworker. Like I said, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, the only thing you can think of is like you, like it maybe a it's policy. a hospital policy, but then but, like, like if they have they that not availability. Have, yeah. Not just yeah, if you have that ability, why would you tell me like, this is how yeah. you can. That makes no know. sense. Why would you? T- yeah, exactly. Lo and behold, yeah. she's been doing it the whole time and just wanted to blame something. She just wanted to like do something. I you were doing problem. so good. No, 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 no. You were doing so good that she was like, I got to find something wrong about this girl. No. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think absolutely. the problem for her was that it like was that when I put in like the patient history, yeah. it said that a new eval was started. And she was like, you cannot start a new eval by yourself, which is I mean, I didn't submit it. I didn't like, I mean, I just literally. You just, just wrote it. Like it just automatically saved as a draft. Yeah. Like I just like. It's a draft. Like, like copied and pasted. <laughs> oh my like, gosh. It's a draft. From, like, <laughs> what yeah. you can do is highlight it, press delete. That's all you got to do. I don't know. I, like, <laughs> I genuinely. Uh, and as the, like, uh, as a yeah. supervisor, like, or as like a person that's teaching somebody, I would never respond that way to my student like that is so that, sad yeah. the good thing about her so is sad. I don't think I ever had so much drive and motivation to be a supervisor until her because yeah. I was like oh my gosh like I can literally make such a big difference in people's mm-hmm. lives and mm-hmm. I can like I love our field I think we are such important like people in the health like in the medical setting in the yeah. school setting like we work with things that people deal mm-hmm. with every day. And if mm-hmm. we don't see progress, if we don't help them, their quality of life just drops, right? Absolutely. And so, like, I love what we do. And I would love to pour that into somebody else. And I would love to, like, mm-hmm. kind of, like, build them up. Like, here's yeah, your great yeah, qualities yeah. and here's what we're going to add to it. Like, right, you know, just, right. like, be this, like – because I never want anyone to feel what she made me feel. And I yeah. never want to go through that. Like, I never – that's why when my, I started my CF and it was toxic, I'm like, bye. I'm like, I'm not right. – I'm not going through trauma that I don't need to go through. Like everybody needs a speech Absolutely. therapist. I'm more than happy to leave. So even till now, Good I always you. will put my mental health first. And like, yes, yes you know, yes. just, I really recommend every, I think that in the mom culture too, like healthy mom, healthy baby, healthy mm-hmm. speech therapist, healthy client, healthy mm-hmm. nurse, healthy patients. Like right. that's my, that is my philosophy forever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's my confession. It was big. It was deep. It was a trauma dump. I cried. It was good. Okay. It was so good. <laughs> so honestly, so I feel great. You guys, I can't stop smiling. I am ear to ears, <laughs> cheek to cheek smiles. Just smile, smiles. Okay, but okay. we are on to our hit or miss. I know you were supposed to enter this, but it's do you have okay. a nervous rest? Yeah, no, I was asked. I was going to ask you if I can go first because my it's so funny because I couldn't figure out a hit this week or a miss, and it correlates kind of to your story. My SLP hit this week is my student. Yeah, um, yeah. I think Paige. I'm going to call you out because she's Yay, actually go so Paige. Amazing. I was about to say like go Paige, and then I was like, I don't <laughs> she's, call her out. she's so great. She is an ideal student. Um, I hope I do not make her cry when she goes home. I've been trying to make <laughs> if know. I do Paige, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I really try to make the environment great. We've had a busy. We yesterday was one of the busiest days. Like I last summer. I had like barely any patients this summer. Mm-hmm. I don't know if a people are just getting sick or B they're just, they just know what I do now. Like they're like, Oh, mm-hmm. Hannah is a speech therapist. I know 
I know that she that cheats actually X, could Y, be and Z. It. Yeah, that absolutely I, can be. It. I feel like that's what it is because ever mm-hmm. um, beforehand, I heard that for um, for speech, it, like during the summer, like they have no patience, um, and so mm-hmm. that's what I experienced last like last summer too. Where I was in my CF and my CF supervisor was like, "We got to find you patience, girl, because you're not gonna finish." And I was mm-hmm. like, "You're right." And mm-hmm. so now this summer, I walked in to Monday with at least 10 to 12 evals. And that is rare. And they were, half of them were strokes. So that meant I had, they had two evals because it was a swallow and a speech and language and calm language. Yeah. Yeah. So it was both, they were double. So technically if you double that, it was like almost 24, but that's crazy. Yeah. So my student walked into that and she killed it, like killed it. Like we went, we did it within eight hours. We, she like, you saw all of the challenge. Um, we, like some of them, we, we skipped like a few, but we we had we did two MBSs that day. We mm-hmm. did I don't even remember, I don't even know how many emails in between both of us. Um, I was there for all her like you know her sessions, but she was able to document them independently. I just like mm-hmm. kind of checked her work. She wrote up an MBS independently, mm-hmm. checked her work, but she tackled it. She did great. Um, of course, like she has a lot of learning to do still. But I was so proud of her. I was just like, it was hard. It was tough. Like we were both tired at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's my hit. Like she's doing great. And I'm so proud of the oh progress gosh. she's making. And I'm trying to make the best speech therapist out there because we need more evidence-based practice speech therapist. But um, oh that's my, my hit. She's now I want to work full time so I can have a student soon. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sure. I'm so glad that you have a student. Like you are such like the perfect person to teach. Like you oh, keep you. yourself up to date and you like you are really good about educating in a way that people can receive that information. Like, you know, not like condescending, not overly like not. technical, like you are so, and you're so passionate. Like you are just, so, you love your clients, love, your patients, your job. Like, I think those are the kind of people who pass on the love of the field. So yeah. Yay. I hope she feels that too. But yeah, I hope she does too. Let us know, Paige. Comment on our no, – yeah, like, let us Hannah know. Hannah is actually <laughs> – Oh, my gosh. I'd be so sad. Like, oh, my goodness. But we'd know. I actually – I did her midterm and I was just like – I was like, I have to kind of score you lower because you have to make improvement. I didn't I didn't want to fail her, obviously. But And she knew. She was like, oh, yeah, I know. You have to do, like, the base and then go up. Mm-hmm. I was just like – and I was like, you do have like, things to improve on. You're new. I was like, I don't know what the heck I was doing when I was new. So mm-hmm. it's like it's totally fine. But, like, I was, like, yeah. telling her. I was like – your the thing There's is like what makes a good student yeah and what makes a good student is your willingness to learn if you're not mm-hmm. willing to learn girl i can't help you like mm-hmm. you know what i mean and Absolutely. you have to be able to take that like feedback and like implement it if you can't take yeah. feedback and implement it i mean hopefully the feedback is given in a correct way and nice way but if you can't take feedback back and like really imply it into your practice then there's no point mm-hmm. we're not going to get yeah. anywhere but yeah that's mine um, what's yours? Yay. What's your hit or miss? So I loved yours. I also have a hit. Um, so you know how earlier I was saying, like, I reached out to all these, like, Arab SLPs mm-hmm, and, like, mm-hmm. asked them for help. Okay, they were going to be my hit because, like, Slay, thank that you, is... love you. But here's what happened. Okay. I have been referred students – or not students. I've been referred kids, like, twice. This will be mm-hmm. my third time where they've had tongue-tie releases mm-hmm. and they need mm-hmm. – therapy myofunctional therapy myofacial mm-hmm. therapy okay now here's the thing mile this is such a hot topic this is such a hot topic just so you know like if we okay. get any pushback like this is a big hot topic 
Um, this is bigger than thickening at bedside. Mm, but, really? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I don't know about that one. There's two. There's two sides. Okay. okay. And so one side is like myofacial therapy is basically made up of like um, non-motorized speech exercises. Okay. I'm trying to remember the entire like phrases, but basically, it's like a bunch of pseudoscience. Yeah. Okay. okay so like, do this exercise to help this. Yeah. Now I am not educated in this. We didn't talk about okay. it in our grad programs Mm -hmm. I've been looking for programs like courses to take so I can get educated in it and so I can you know get trained in it because the two of them only spoke Arabic they were like from refugee backgrounds and so you know the their dentist was like reaching out to me (sighs) anyways so anyways I have so at the pediatric SLP on I've shouted her out before I love her um on Instagram she I've taken her courses and I love them but she doesn't address myofacial therapy okay. but she had she's my hip because I texted her and I was like you texted hey, her you uh, have her no, number te- no I was like dang I girl. dm'd her I dm'd her okay, okay. I, I dm'd her yeah we're not we're, she doesn't know me like that she's just like she, <laughs> she day, is my Kelsey day, day but like uh, Kelsey yeah. day, love you girl yeah, she is what that is for you Okay. Um, okay. But she, so I messaged her on Instagram and I was like, hey, this is my situation. I really want to help them. Can you give me some feedback? And honestly, she was like, okay, here's my feedback. Like, she was so great. She was like, guys, she literally has thousands of followers. That's not to say anything about like her type of therapy, but she yeah. responds. Like, she, I've never messaged her and she doesn't respond. Like, and she doesn't make me feel dumb. Like, she literally was the first course that I took for feeding therapy. And she was like, okay, you guys, you're feeding therapists now, but you need to keep educating yourself. You need to stay on top of your, right? Like she is the most kind person I've ever met. Mm-hmm. And so she like told me like, here's what you need to remember. You yeah. need to know what, what was it affecting in terms of functionality? You need to keep functionality in your mind. Otherwise you will fall into like the pseudoscience of it. And so like, it's kind of like how, you know, um, doing oral motor speech exercises that don't relate to your speech production don't help mm. you like you they don't carry oh they don't generalize to speech sounds in words right mm, like mm-hmm, that's another mm-hmm. hot topic but like generally speaking yeah 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 so like it's that's the same also thing with for that, but for too your, yeah exactly it's very yeah. similar right so it's the same thing yeah. yeah so it's like the same i same category of concern right right, right where right. like it's not going to generalize and so she made me feel like not dumb number one gave me like she made me like remember the basis and like because I generally agree with most of her approaches. I haven't yeah. I haven't found an approach that, like, I don't agree with when it comes to her. Um, like, we kind of talked about, though, already. This was off the podcast. But, like, generally, there is a bias there, right? Like, I'm following Absolutely. her on Instagram. I take yeah, her yeah. courses. Like, so I – she has her own bias. And then I have that bias because I'm taking right. her material. You're following her. So yeah. I've been doing, like, reading articles. I've been, like, listening to different podcasts. I've been, you know, just mm-hmm. trying to get informed about this. Um, and I just wanted to say she was my hit because like, I was really like, where am I going to get information from? Like everyone, everyone is biased. Like everyone is either pro it or against it. Everybody is like, and she also, like I said, has her biases. Right. But like, it just gave me like somewhere to start and it Mm -hmm, was mm -hmm. really helpful. Yeah. But yeah, that was my hit. Those are good hits. Dang. We've been killing it today. I yeah, love us. Today was a good episode. The same, we don't yeah, need today to edit. Was wonderful. <laughs> yeah, nope. Just going straight to the pod. Um, 
that issues. kind of yeah i wish no i'm just kidding i like editing it's fine <laughs> um well that wraps up this episode we of course as always encourage you guys to get involved in our communication corner group or crew on facebook um and let us know what your slp confessions are guys i think today's were really really good um and give us ideas of anything you guys want us to cover in the future we will be continuing our slp journey um on our next episode we i believe we're talking about the pay scale um and hopefully maybe getting a potential guest on our podcast um as always reach out to us on our socials at communication corner pod and our gmail at communication corner pod at gmail.com thank you guys so much um, we will talk to you later bye bye that was it yeah go ahead that was a really good episode